edition of the Pack and Dub podcast. Back on schedule, excited about that. Uh, today is the interview, my interview with Jonas of Lohums, one of our Seattle favorites. Um, talk about how he got started in music from the very beginning, um, all the way up to working on their most recent album with Jack and Dino. Uh, it's a great interview. And then at the end of that, we have uh, an exclusive in-office, in-clubhouse session uh, that Jonas did, and it's really great, great song, super cool, so make sure you listen in for that. Um, as always, before we get into it, a couple things to remind you of. Um, our next show, Pack and Dub Presents event, is Saturday, July 9th, and guess who's playing that? Low Hums. That's great. Great timing. Um, that's going to be a ton of fun. Foxy Lemon is coming up from Portland for that. Um, and then Electric No-No is going to be playing. It's going to be a good time. That's at Connor Byrne in Ballard. Tickets are on sale now. I think they're like 8 bucks. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun. So come out for that again. That's Saturday, July 9th. Hope to see you there. Then the following weekend, July 16th at Barboza. Another really fun show. Um... That's going to be Amphux, Night Space, and then Your Young Body is playing that, which I'm so excited for. The whole lineup is great. Um, It's going to be a really fun night. Um, We've got some cool stuff planned for that, maybe like a photo booth type thing. Um, Just want to make that a really fun night. So tickets are on sale for that as well um, at thebarboza.com. Um, yeah, that'll be a ton of fun, and hope you can come out for that. Um, and then, what else? Oh, we are getting in some new shirts designed by, by our very own Oscar. They're fucking awesome. You can check those out on the Instagram. Super cool. If you want to look really stylish, I recommend picking one up. Um, those will be up in the store soon, but if you want to be one of the first to know and you also want to get a discount on the shirt, you can send an email to admin at pacificartscollectivenw.com. Um, just hit us up on the website or direct message via any of our social channels too. Um, yeah, excited for those. So anyway, let's get into our interview with Jonas of Low Homes. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pack and Dub podcast, bringing you the very best of the Pacific Northwest music scene. I'm your host, Lacey, and I'm joined today by Jonas of Seattle band Low Hums. We're going to chat a little bit about the band, how they got started, what they're working on now, and then um, what we can look forward to in the near future. So, how are you doing today, Jonas? I'm doing good, doing very well. It's nice to be down here. Yeah. First Avenue, right <laughs> close to my home. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, why don't you give us a little background on you and how you got into music and eventually came to creating this project, Low Hums. Low Hums, yeah. Okay, so uh, getting into music, I um, when I was in, I guess, seventh grade, we had um, grew up in Friday Harbor, San Juan Island, and um, we had the... Um, First period was English in the, you know, sort of kind of your basic seventh grade English class. First mm-hmm. period, we had this really cool, like, sort of hippie English teacher who taught out on Stewart Island in like a one room schoolhouse for oh, nice. quite a while. <laughs> Mr. Greeley. 
he's an Irish guy, but uh, second period was like advanced, like creative English, and you could take that or you could take band was the option. Uh-huh. And like all of my, I kind of sat, it was the class story oriented by like, sort of by like click, if you will. Uh-huh. Like the jock sat on one side <laughs> and like the jock... Jock's girlfriend sat on the other side and then kind of like got around to like the like other Like Greece. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> totally like Greece. And like this big, we sat in this big horseshoe like around the class with like the, you know, the chalkboard at the open end of the mm-hmm. horseshoe or whatever. And uh, so all I sat on the side with like all the to be like smokers, donors, sort of <laughs> loser crowd. Future potheads future of America. Future potheads of America was like sort of my hang. We were a little bit too young to kind of really be partying yet and it's just yeah. kind of early just aspiring to party aspiring to party <laughs> and uh so I, I had a buddy um a couple of my friends that I hung out with were in that class were all in band and so second period they'd leave and so I was like stuck in the class with like kind of the people I didn't really like to associate with that yeah. much and so I was like ah oh, fuck what am I gonna do I was like mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna join band and so uh my grandmother had this like ancient a silver trumpet mm-hmm. song. I don't know where it came from, but it was at her house. You know, when I was a little kid, I always, I always like blew through it, and, you know, and anyways. <laughs> so I wrote her a letter to see if she'd send me the trumpet so I could join band, and she mm-hmm. did. She mailed it to me. Oh. Yeah. Nice. And so I, uh, I joined band, and uh, I showed up with it with an instrument, mm-hmm. and you know, couldn't read music, had never <laughs> played it before. I was like, okay. Here I am. Here's your charts. Sit down and, <laughs> and play. And uh, my friend uh, Johannes, who was a trumpet player mm-hmm. at the time, I sat right next to me, and he, he told me he was like, "Well, just um, just copy what I'm doing with my fingers because mm-hmm. there's only three valves." Yeah. So I was like, one valve, two valve, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I just blow and <laughs> press the buttons. <laughs> nice. That's and, a, that's uh, what trumpet is, yeah, right? Yeah, that's trumpet. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so long story short, so I eventually got learned to play enough. I was third trumpet, third chair trumpet. Nice. So I'd play Congrats. all the whole notes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the big gig was we played at, like, um, uh, basketball games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, we played, we had to play the graduation. And I remember playing whole notes in, in like, whatever the march is, where people march on the aisle and, like, your face goes numb. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, this takes so long to play. But, um, so that year, so they got a bass. The band director came out with this, like, red bass guitar. And he was like, mm-hmm. who wants to play this? Oh, nice. I was like, I do. <laughs> and, uh, but it was at the end of seventh grade that he got it. And this one dude, uh, my friend Brian played it. He ended up getting it. And I was like, oh, man, I really want to play Fuck you, Brian. Fuck you, dude. I want that. <laughs> and he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> That's that makes it so much worse. And so, and but you don't was, deserve the bass. Yeah, line. but he was in the rhythm section, and I remember we played Peter Gunn, you know, mm-hmm. and it was one of our songs, and he just couldn't play the bass line to it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I can do it. And so my mom, uh, that summer, summer after seventh grade, my mom drove me to Bellingham, and we bought a bass and an amp and a distortion pedal. Cool. <laughs> and then I practiced that summer, and then uh, yeah, I auditioned eighth grade and got the position nice congrats <laughs> yeah. was it like a base off with Brian um, did you guys like do 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 uh I think I don't remember it was like a private tryout oh, okay. like I had to play um 
I think it was Take the A Train mm -hmm. was the song, was the audition, and it was mostly just do 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 do, do, mm -hmm. and it was mostly just like <laughs> boom, 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 kind of a thing, you know, but I could read, my mom played piano, so I had been practicing reading, like, simple music, so I mm -hmm. could actually, I could read it, and I knew where the notes were, so mm -hmm. uh, I was able to play well enough to, to get it, and I don't think Brian, I don't know if he auditioned or just didn't or what, but he was intimidated. didn't get it, yeah, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Nice, congratulations. But, yeah. Proud of you. I love Brian, I still see him every now and then. Yeah, so. Um, cool. And yeah. then, so, how, kind of fast forward, fast how did forward. that lead into Low Hums? Low Hums? Um, it just, um, I'd just been playing and touring a lot with other other people's bands and stuff for, uh, from about, you know, I guess I started touring the States and going to Europe with, um, I went out with Earth and Sarah Cahoon and Marissa cool. Nadler and some friends of mine. Played in their bands a lot and sort of went out and started touring and stuff. And then uh, that was probably 2005 or six, mm -hmm. you know, in there. And um, I've been playing a long time since then. But um, I'd always been playing in other people's bands. So I just kind of decided I wanted to write my own songs. Yeah. Have my own band. So I had been starting to play guitar. Mm -hmm. A lot more. It was like, well, that's a little bit. There's always some people are like, can they can play bass and like really like show people, you know, this is how the song goes, and you know, and yeah, I don't know, like showing them on bass and stuff. I always had kind of a hard time with like I write the song on guitar and then in the you know in other bands I play and then try and show the guitar players the part. Yeah, and they would never want to play it. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, that's kind of like you know the hook of the song or yeah. something like that. And it, you know, so I just decided to start, you know, just playing guitar more and mm -hmm. and uh, and doing that, and it was fun. So cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Sounds Me great. Too. It's been fun. It's been a, a cool instrument to study. It's it's a lot different than than bass, but now it's cool to have like feel kind of good about playing two different. Yeah. They complement each other a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so wanted to talk briefly about the the low hums lp so mm -hmm. at your at the show that i came out to um at the parliament tavern yeah i asked you to, i yeah. wanted to buy one of you guys's one of your vinyls and i asked you to recommend one to me and you recommended the low hums lp because oh, yeah. um the first one yeah your your <coughs> reason you sold me on it by saying it's really weird and you don't know what you are thinking yeah. which is pr probably not the best way to pitch an album but right. uh um that intrigued me and i listened to it and it's fucking excellent it's oh, great you. yeah i love it it's just like um it has a very it's very thematic i feel like and it really I, for me, it feels like it tells a story. I feel like uh, it'd be the soundtrack to just tripping out in the desert, kind of lost or something uh -huh. <laughs> about that. So, um, I don't know. I just wanted to know a little bit more about your, your thoughts on that album and then where you've come yeah. from that. Um, if that was kind of like your first cohesive... Yeah, pretty much first cohesive. Like, okay, get like, you know, write ten songs. Mm -hmm really work them out with a band and um and record them and um yeah I worked pretty hard on that one that a lot of those songs were um I took a lot of you know inspiration from um I had kept a lot of journals and stuff when mm -hmm. I was traveling 
you know, a lot. Uh, some of the songs, there's one, uh, Lightning Passed My Way, was, yeah. which, which was yep. about, uh, I wrote that in the back of a, of a van on a, a Sarah Cahoon tour when we were driving through Texas, and there was this cool. crazy lightning storm uh -huh. going on, and we were just driving. We were going really slow because it was raining hard, mm -hmm. and there was just like this intense, actually, I don't remember if there was rain, but there was like really intense lightning going on and stuff like that, and we were just, it was really just kind of a strange moment to be in and stuff, yeah. but I was, I just sort of wrote, a f was journaling, you know, just trying to pass the time of yeah. hours sitting in a car, Yeah. and so I wrote some things on that, a lot of stuff on that one, and I wrote some other stuff on like a, a Marissa Nadler tour, there was a uh, song, it's um, Red Skies Warning, mm -hmm. I also wrote that, you know, in a car, um, driving through uh, Arizona, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think you did a really good job of capturing capturing those moments because I definitely get, like, the hints of the Southwest and some of the twangy sounds mm -hmm. um, that are in there. And then there's, like, this, like... There's a lot of Northwest kind of... I wrote, Some of the songs are about, you know, San Juan Island and walking around. Yeah. Out, there's that... The yeah, and that's kind of, like, the, the thematic element to it is it, all, it feels like through all the songs there's some sort of meandering... Um, you feel like you're kind of traveling, but a little bit without mm -hmm. purpose, but, um, yeah, it's definitely sounds good. I like it. It's a traveling record. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of, that kind of a theme run. run yeah. I feel like you're songs. a little bit on a journey, but yeah. you're not sure where you're going. Yeah. Um, or piece together little place, little, you know, vibes from different spots. And yeah. Stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, so you guys, you've been recording with... Been recording with Jack and Dino. Yeah. Which is Talk awesome. Talk about that. <laughs> He's great. I love Jack. We, uh, I recorded uh, with another band of mine, the Jesus Chords, with him probably 10 years ago, maybe a little bit oh, more. okay. And uh, that was super fun. We really had a good time with that session. Mm -hmm. And um, we're just sort of like, we've, um, we kind of, right now, the band, we've kind of stripped down a little bit. Mm -hmm. we're, we used to have three guitar players, now we have two guitar players, we're a four-piece, mm -hmm. instead of a five-piece, and uh, just kind of going for like a little bit more rock and roll, Yeah. kind of a sound, like, you know, shorter songs, uh, you know, just a little bit more stripped down, cool. and uh, Jackson, he's a great engineer, I mean, he's been around Seattle for a long time, Yeah. Yeah. recorded a lot of records, and he's really a good rock and roll you know, mm -hmm. uh, engineer and producer. Like he's, he gets really good guitar sounds yeah. and drum sounds and stuff. And uh, he's just kind of like a sort of a wise mentor to. Yeah, that's to hang cool. With, you know. Yeah, that I bet it it helped that you had worked with him before, so you didn't spend. I would imagine spending <laughs> a lot of time just kind of being in shock and awe yeah, working with him. Yeah, just totally. Kind of, I mean, he's a, he's um, a local legend. He's recorded so much great music, but he's also so, like, um, you know, he's really easy to work with. He's very friendly, mm -hmm. and he's very, I mean, when you're in the studio, you're sort of burying your soul yeah. out there, you know, hanging it out, and so, and, um, and he's really good to, like, just capture those moments, like, quickly and, uh, you know, and, and honestly. So I, I, I think there's there's not a lot of, like, filter between, uh, you know, the microphone and the, mm -hmm. the board. It's just, like, you, you know, comes out really sounding what you what you put into it. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of 
smoke and mirrors, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> with his with it, and uh, yeah, he's just really good. He's re- he's really like you know, it's good to like, um, you know, sort of challenge yourself to like. We rehearsed a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, got our guitars all tuned up, and and you know, got drum heads changed. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're just, we're going into the <laughs> studio here. We gotta like have our shit yeah. together, you know. <laughs> It was great. We went in for four days and just got, like, a ton of work done. Nice. Uh, I'm excited to hear that. Um, so do you guys have a release date yet that you're looking not, at? Not or? yet, no. Not we yet. have another session uh, on the 5th of June with him. And then um, we're going to just do mostly some overdubs and uh, just keep working on the songs. We have, like, 11 songs nice. that we tracked. I think it's about... 35 minutes, somewhere in there. They're all fairly shortish. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we just, we're going to do some um, some farfisa and a little bit of organ stuff and some guitars and just kind of fix stuff yeah. and work on things. We're not going to, like, get crazy on, like, things. But, so maybe um, one or two more recording sessions, you know. It's nice mm-hmm. to, like, record and then listen, not listen to it and then listen to it and sit on it for a little bit. Yeah, so you sure. Can, you can f- really feel it. And then... Um, yeah, and then just uh, have him mix it, and that'll be it. Hopefully, by you know, by the August or the end of the summer, he's mm-hmm. he's got kind of a busy schedule, so yeah, yeah, I would fitting, imagine <laughs> fitting in a day or two here and there. Yeah, when he's available and stuff. But I mean, we don't have a you know any pressure or anything. So yeah, I really want to make sure it comes out right. So, but cool. yeah, hopefully the end of the, you know should be done by the end of the summer. Right? Yeah, I, well, yeah. we'll keep in touch, and we'll yeah. uh, you can keep us updated and yeah about that. Um. Yeah. And then, just uh, what do you guys have coming up that you're looking forward to? Um, we have just plug our our pack and yeah, present got, show yeah, that we we're got doing. Yeah, pack and present show at Connor Burns on uh, July 9th. Yeah, which is gonna be awesome. Saturday. Yeah. Night. Have you had a chance to listen to Foxy Lemon? I have. Yet? Yeah, they're awesome. It's cool. They're just so fun. They're first of all super nice dudes. I think you guys will cool. get along well. Um, cool. Yeah, they seem like. And then they're guys. just a really great re- musicians. Yeah, really fun to watch live. So. I'm excited. That's going to be a great yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, super rad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what else? Anything else? Um, we're playing, uh, we're doing an in-studio with Blind Blind Tiger. Mm-hmm. So that'll be out on their website. Uh, we're going to film some stuff with them, so I'll have some videos from that. And, uh, and yeah, and we're going to, um, they're going to put out a little cassette EP for us um, sometime this summer. Um, which uh, we started recording, I guess, last summer, mm-hmm. <laughs> up in Anacortes, uh, the uh, Unknown, which is a fantastic studio up in Anacortes. It's a mm-hmm. big, like, church. Yeah, I remember you, you were telling me about that. Yeah, it's cool. It's real all analog and just a big old, like, I don't know, when it was built, I think it was built in the 30s. Wow. It has a real, like, 30s or 40s vibe to mm-hmm. it. Um, but uh, it's a cool space, and... Uh, we did some recording up there. We sort of, some of it, it was actually, thinking about it, it was sort of like pre-production for the record that we're working on now with Jack, because we recorded a lot of those songs there. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them were sort of the first time we'd actually ever played them, so. Mm-hmm. Some of them. You can save them and then release them later as, yeah. like, alternate versions. Yeah, alternate or, versions yeah. of them. Some yeah. bonus tracks. Bonus tracks, Do people yeah. do that anymore, bonus tracks? Hey, I think so, yeah. I and My friend, um, Marissa Nather, just put out a, a record with, um, um, Sacred Bones, mm-hmm. and um, she is a, a good friend of mine. But she, uh, I love the thing I love is she always she releases a record, but she always goes and releases the demos mm-hmm. 
to the record too, which are just beautiful that she you know records at home cool. on her laptop, and it's I think it's really neat to hear the songs like so like you know just sung yeah. in somebody's living room you know uh-huh. looking out the harmonies and the yeah the parts I love that and yeah that's great and to hear the orchestration <laughs> of it it just it makes it a little a lot more personal and yeah you can get it you can kind of like you know figure it out a little bit more more of a depth to just like oh here's a record you know? yeah it's like the behind the scenes kind of yeah making of yeah you get to see a little sneak peek nice well it sounds like um sounds like low hums will be sufficiently busy for yeah, the well, foreseeable future yeah it's um, cool it's, yeah all is rolling yeah yeah and we'll be <laughs> sure to keep everybody updated with your guys's progress and repost cool. <laughs> stuff yeah. on the interweb um, yeah, that's any anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I think that's it. We're, okay. Um, we're uh, yeah, gonna be playing around. So uh, check it out. We have uh, music on our uh, Bandcamp site, Low Homes, or Bandcamp Lowhomes dot com, something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, your website. Website Lowhomes dot com. Almost uh, wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, thanks again. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, drinking a beer with me. Yeah. 11 a.m. Here we go. <laughs> cool. All right, this is a song. It's a new song. It's called uh, A Song About Fleet, who was uh, one of my buddies in seventh grade. He joined band. Who uh, prompted me Brian. to join band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is about him. Um, he was the first person I knew who could actually play guitar. Nice. And the song that he taught me was uh, George Michael's Fake. <laughs> Which at the time I wasn't too, a huge fan of, but like to see somebody actually rock it on guitar, I was like, all right, that's pretty sweet, dude. <laughs> Got it? So uh, here we go. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Case. So when you flew 